have to speak quietly. My brothers are sleeping, but I have to get all of this down before I forget it. I keep having these weird dreams. At first I could barely remember them when I woke up, but lately they've been getting more and more vivid. In my dreams, I'm walking through an empty floor of the library, going from sector to sector in search of a particular book. It's a different floor each time, and a different book. I don't know which book I'm looking for exactly, only that I'll know it when I see it. Sometimes I'll wander for what seems like hours, going from gallery to gallery, running my fingers over the spines of books as I pass. But eventually, inevitably, I'll turn my head and there it is, the one I need. I'll pull it off of its shelf, and as soon as I do, it springs open, springs to life like a paper accordion. Before I know it, a man made of the book I chose stands before me. The man of the book. Don't ask me how I know it's him, but in my dreams it's as obvious to me as my own name. Hello, Elpis, he always starts. And then we talk. That's one of the things I can never seem to remember, what it is that we talk about. Tonight, I had the dream again. Hello, Elpis, he began, and here's what happened. Here's why I have to commit this to a tape, to a memory more eternal than mine, because tonight, I remember what we talked about. He said, hello, Elpis, and I spoke to him as if we had always known each other, he and I, continuing a conversation I don't remember ever having. So when do I leave? I said. I said when as if my leaving was a foregone conclusion, a definite set in stone. He said, as I've said, you can leave any time you want. There's nothing to stop you from walking up those stairs first thing and never returning. Aha, so you admit I should be going up, I said. He shook his head at me. His origami face was, I don't know, it was twisted into almost a smile. He seemed faintly amused. You can go in any direction you like. I was just giving an example. But what about my brothers? Gloria, Murphy, I can't just leave them. So then don't, he said. I think I wanted to scream in frustration. You are of absolutely no help. And the paper grin he gave me then, it made me feel drowsy and heavy. I, like my body was made of, I don't know, weights or sand. Your choices are yours alone, Elpis. I really have no say in them. I yelled at him, bullshit, I said. You're really impossible, you know that? Look, either you're a figment of my imagination and I'm crazy, or you're the real deal and you're an asshole. Either way, you're certainly not the messiah others make you out to be. But any way you look at it, you clearly have a say in what I do. Why don't you just cut to the chase already? Then he shook his head and finally turned away from me, walking toward a shelf on the opposite side of the gallery. He took a book from there and walked over to give it to me. The title was an indecipherable cluster of letters, as were the pages within, but for the last phrase on the last page, which read, O oh, time thy pyramids. <laughs> Fascinating. Truly incredible. I've never seen a real word in a book before, let alone a whole coherent phrase. They say for every rational line in a book, there's a thousand volumes of senseless chaos, but I'm not sure I believe that. Of course, nobody really knows for sure. I asked him, what is this? You know what it is, he said. And I did. My reason for leaving one among many others, of course, but 
This was my soul's desire filed down to a perfect focal point. The unknown, the joy of discovery, of clues, of knowledge and new experiences. I sat down on the floor and didn't say anything else. He sat too, but he didn't even look at me. His paper eyes had folded themselves closed. And we sat there for a while in silence before I finally spoke again. I said, I need to think things over for a while. You understand? I feel like I'm sleeping beneath an ocean. My soul, it's so still. It's so quiet down here at the bottom of this ocean you've made for me. And this isn't your fault, necessarily, but I do need to get all of my ducks in a row. I understand, he said. This sort of thing takes time. Before you, I had gone a while without speaking to anyone. It didn't end well for the last person, the last time, you see. I don't suppose it'll happen again that way, anyway. Mind you, but I think you should know that. I know, I told him. I'm going to wake up now. And I centered myself, waiting for the right moment. But before I did, he said, Elpis, I'll leave you be for a while. But you should know that someone is waiting for you in the next circuit over. When you finally got, how did you say it, all your ducks in a row, you should go and meet them. And then I woke up. Am I going crazy? After last night's bizarre dinner and drama, I might be stressing myself into some sort of psychotic break. Am I going to throw away my entire life here based on just dreams? Except they're not. I know they're not just dreams. See, this is the problem that I have. I'm forever walking this line between my reason and my imagination. People seem to think that I should choose just one, as if they're sides in a war and I can't have both. And sometimes I feel pulled apart by the seams. Are they really so separate? Can't my imagination inform my reality and vice versa? I think so. Who knows, really? Only time can tell, I suppose. I'll tell you all about what happened yesterday later, when I have time, when I'm not so tired or confused. I'm going to try and fall back asleep now, without talking to paper men this time. Bye, strangers.